Welcome to the Seven Sense Podcast. This is a space to explore, reflect, and share. Open conversations for the heart, mind, and soul. Hello everyone, my name is Adnan Jerry. My name is Eugene Geshaga. And welcome to the bonus episode for season two. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. My cramps are threatening me, but I'm good. <laughs> How's your week been? It's been, it's actually been a pretty... Did you just fart? No, it's my bangles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been, uh, it's actually been a fantastic week. Um, all that shit that people usually say to you, working out, it's good for you, you'll feel good. Yeah. It's actually true. That's facts, yeah. It's, it's crazy how your brain and body does that. So yeah, I'm good. How are you? Really good. Um, Skiller wants to say the week was an eight. I think also because I got back into running and same thing, I think yeah, there's something about like, that. yeah, just your dopamine just goes through the roof and it changes everything. So it's one way I forgot how to deal like, with stress. Um, things might seem so much, but once you hit the road, everything is, you get epiphanies also, I think. So it's been a nice week. I can't really complain. Um, excited about this bonus episode. Same. And like it's always like a canice. It's like shoot the shit. There's no really like. We just go. We just go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess staying true to tradition for the podcast, um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I mean, you put you on the spot to come up with them, but cool. So I think I'd go with what do you wish you spent more time doing five years ago? Um. I wish I spent more time on my own. Mm. I feel like five years ago I was really in the mix of yeah, things. Yeah. And so most of the things that I was doing, I felt I need to tie them to like other people or things that it wasn't really just me. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like still at the same time I needed to go through that so that now I can have this perspective. So, so your answer like, is <laughs> That's what I wish, but Okay. Things always play out, really yeah, play out. it works out for a reason. I guess. Uh, five years ago, I, th- I wish. S- I don't want to say same, but I think just more comfortable doing or liking the things I like. I guess it's taken time for me to get comfortable in this is who I am. I think five years ago, I should stay true to just who I am, things I fuck with. Yeah, mm. that's, I think. Um, I'm torn between these two. I'm going to ask like three, even four. Hey, okay. Save some. Nah, it's a bonus when we go. <laughs> if the average human lifespan was 40 years, how would you live your life differently? I think I can go first. Yeah. I think I would... I'd spend more conscious and meaningful time with family as opposed to saying, oh, you know, let me focus on my work now and then I'll have time later mm-hmm. to spend time with them that um do more of the things that actually bring me joy as opposed to chasing this um i want to say like pictures being painted or oh, you have to do this by this age and then you have to do this by this age i just do everything i want to do when i want to do it and okay yeah. i would say i would intentionally travel more mm. especially in my 20s yeah. i would just start traveling way more and being intentional about it not stressing too much about the money because you know yeah yeah always okay um 
are you more worried about doing things right or doing the right things I think for me it's I'm more worried about doing the right things Can I say both no I can't Nah got to pick one But not the same doing the right things I feel like doing things right there's no right way of doing anything and mm, everybody has like fumbled I mean not anything for example there's a right way to do certain things such as I mean that's when you give me an example so that I show you how it's <laughs> the not example of my head is not like appropriate something to buy time um anything you know <laughs> like anything I feel like before you learn everybody who ever did something for the first time so if even then if it's like the right then you learned how to do it the right because there's, there's exactly. no right way exactly but they still did it maybe the steps are not the same but there's a right way in terms of what the outcome will be I think I mean okay, you can I'm cook the use, same thing yeah. and not follow the same steps but there's the way it will be cooked and the fact that it's cooked that's the right way to do it I, I think at the end of the day of if the meal is still edible it still tastes nice you know I started like the ingredients differently you see your way when I started with the kitunguz then you put your nyanya yeah, yeah, in I'm saying the orders can vary but I'm saying in terms of outcomes I think there is a right way to do things Mm? Yeah. So I say there's no right way to do anything. Yeah, as long as you get to 3 plus 1 is 4. Yeah. But literally saying the same thing you're saying as long as we get to 4. Yeah. 4 is the outcome. So me I'm saying in terms of the outcome there's a right way to do things. Now so I think now we're getting lost up. Me there's no as long as the outcome is the same the right way doesn't exist then. Okay. Oh, that's Agreed my interpretation. Okay, cool. Um what gives your life meaning? Um family laughed like moments of laughter. Being comfortable not having to stress about like day-to-day minuscule things. Um having my own space and just having space to like reflect, think. Yeah, those are definitely the pockets in my days and in my life that give it meaning. Mm. I think for me when I'm able to catch that like morning hue when it's like purple and it's like the sun is still coming up and it's still kind of nighttime just that tint in the sky that's normally mad joy uh being able to watch cartoons I feel like it's just it's a nice feeling um experiencing things good bad I think it just it gives more purpose to life and always discovering new music i think just gives so much meaning to me those are my four questions though i feel okay, like cool <clears throat> so for this week's episode we're going to be talking about relationships but in a different way there's no specific title to it we're just going to be talking about the things we felt we didn't talk about um and as well as a bit of like season reflections so i want to start with relationships during covid both platonic and romantic relationships. Um so how these relationship dynamics have changed for you. I think we can start with like platonic relationships. Mm. I've always been like an introvert so I feel like for me this thing co- yeah I'm just like perfect for me so it's having not to okay it's not having not told me I have to interact with people but just being able to just have my own space, being able to spend time with myself. 
for me, I think I've thrived more just during this whole, like the pandemic. Yeah. I think for me, I've been able to be like way more intentional with my friendships. Because um, something I noticed is, honestly, it's weird, but I don't care as much about anyone. Like I don't, I'm not, okay. I tend yeah, I think to, as much as a bit. <laughs> I tend to like over worry uh, about okay. my friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that what's best for you. Why are you doing this? But now I'm just like it's I mean life. we're all adults. Yeah. You can't mom everyone. Yeah, and mm. so I'm just way more invested in myself, which in turn is healthier because it's like that healthy yeah. distance between not being so invested in my friends, right? Yeah. So yeah, maybe not care is the wrong way to put it, but you get me. Yeah. Um, do you think where do you think it comes from? Just that you being invested in people like that? Because I love them. I just you love someone, you care about them. Okay. I don't think. I just think I needed to learn. You care about them, but they're also just like their own human Their beings. own person. Yeah. yeah. Their own lessons to learn. Okay. And then for rela- romantic relationships. I have. The same. I can't relate. Yeah, I'm just um, like. It's and that's all I'm gonna say about <laughs> that. Uh, I mean, funny story. Yes. So last year, yeah, I was in a relationship when uh, COVID hit, or rather, like the lockdowns and curfews and everything. Interesting experience, but I think just being able to be more with myself um, allowed me to also just respect myself more, to know what I don't want and what I actually want in a relationship. So two years into the second year of like COVID and being around, I think I've been able just to be like, this is what I want and this is not what I don't want. It's allowed me to be more intentional now with deciding if I want to be with someone or not and be comfortable just also being on my own. own. Yeah, I think. And how do you think your view on relationships has changed like in terms of priorities and stuff? Because for me, I feel like because again, my relationship with myself has changed so much because I've gotten to like learn new things about myself and stuff. Yeah. I've been able to, as you said, realize the beauty of being independent. Yeah. And so that has affected like all my relationships. What do you think? How do you think your view has changed? On relationships general or platonic and romantic or just... just in general, in terms of like how you prioritize relationships, how you... I think I've been more empowered to put myself at the center and prioritize myself with every choice that I make, um, time and how I choose to spend my time and with whom I choose to spend my time with. Of course, I've looked at come with some of my other friends who are still... You're not supposed to be editing this thing much, cool. You're not editing it? <laughs> so I've looked at maybe other friends and just seen how people are moving, no masks, no... Mm-hmm. Even friends you've heard of who've gotten COVID, so I'm just like, uh, I would have been there. I'd have experienced that. And also, I mean, sorry if they got it, but I've just learned how to be more, take care of myself more, I think, and be my own best friend, I think. So that's really taught me. I mean, aside from you, yeah, but you also have to be able to be your own, like, you know, best friend initially. So yeah, I think it's really helped me just get comfortable and stay true to who I think I understand myself to be. Yeah. Yeah, same. I definitely relate to that. Um, and then in terms of like dating during this whole 
panoramic how like what's your take on that like trying to go out there and meet new people it's i think i saw it like on a documentary like someone was airing like at work it's the craziest time to start saying yeah i want to go outside and start meeting new people yeah i don't even know where the person has been uh even the restaurants being closed the kind of the That's setting tricky. is a bit nice either in someone's home or you get it. which is a bit personal again for a first time exactly meet, you, you know? know so i feel like it's a bit tricky i mean you can go to the park outside you can go to karura boreta and walk but i think it's really it really comes to show you or you really dissect where your common interests are so able to find places where it's not a conventional way to go for a date but I think for me a date is getting to spend time with someone and getting to know them a bit more intimately you know so even if you able to have a conversation about intimately then <laughs> I mean getting to know them on a deeper level I think that takes dedication it takes like a space for you guys to be free to, to connect, talk yeah. yeah so I feel like for me it's been an interesting way of just being able to learn someone yeah. Yeah. My take on dating during the pandemic is just you guys just be safe. Mm. I don't it's just crazy. Like it's crazy out here. I don't know. I mean I can't tell people how to do it, you know, at the same time. It's just like if you wanna go outside, you wanna interact with people, go to B and B's and it's just be safe. Network. Yeah, network. <laughs> <laughs> do your thing though. Just be safe, wear a mask, sanitize, get tested, I feel like. Especially if you live with your folks still. I mean, just be responsible. That's what I'd say. Yeah, just everything's falling out of my pockets, but yeah, that's oh yeah. How was it for relationships? That was it for relationships. Mad. Let's talk about money. So this one for me, I think I've always had like this an interesting relationship with money. But when were you like made first aware of like you actually have? A relationship with this with money I feel like uh, on a personal level yeah I must have been a proper adult like after high school yeah I don't think before then I never I ever really thought about it like as a tool of exchange or as like a mm. thing that I should plan out like it was just like if you're given the money you go and you finish it in that day and it was never like there was no whole thought process behind mm. it I think by virtue of my mom working in a bank, I like I'd go after school, like you know, and that's when I started understanding this thing kind of like it makes things move faster or slower depending on how much you have of it. Um, I remember even was it a Jumbo Junior account? Then used to have like a car, like a piggy bank that was like an elephant. Mm. That's when I started having a concept of money because I remember if my bike would break down, I would it's like twenty bob to fix the tire. So. I'd figured out how to flip the piggy bank, use a toothpick and like squeeze out the coins. So I had money to go buy ice. That's where I started understanding I've saved money and then I can actually use it. Of course, I'm not supposed to be using it, but it's there. I will. Uh, But yeah, when I started earning now my own checks is when I started understanding. Okay, fine. Cool. Um, This thing comes once a month. I've worked for all these days, but it just comes on this one day. Okay, cool. So it's said. like you want to do all these five things, but then now you have to wait. Exactly. Out. So yeah. it's like prioritizing. So I think same. I want to say maybe 
maybe uni second year when I moved out on my own. That's when I started understanding. Okay, fine, you have to be responsible with this thing. I can't keep hitting him up to be like, oh, I need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So for for me, it was maybe uni. I think it was more for me like how my parents viewed it is what I saw growing up. Mm. So like, for them, it was very much. Or how they presented it to me when growing up was it you use it for things you need. Mm. It's not for things you want. Okay. So there was always that it's not just yeah everything in the store you get it you know and it's like you go to the supermarket and then you throw something into the cart and then it's like that wasn't on the list we didn't plan for that so it's it was always that thing of like you can't just be wilding you always have plan. to think about yeah. it yeah so that was how my parents mine was the idea different they presented to me I think my dad was more of with my dad, it's never been enough money. You get like mm-hmm. there's never been enough. Um, with my mom, it always the I wasn't born to struggle mentality, and she worked hard for her money. She had multiple things she used to do, so it was like, me see if I have it, I'll do it. Yeah. So just having that balance between there's this guy who is like even paying electricity. You know, I just need to do the bare basic needs. I've covered these things. Let's not talk about other things. My mom would be like, uh, we can. Teach I mean, yourself. It's yeah. there. But I think growing up, I've really tried to figure out how to maintain like a healthy relationship like with money. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the... What do you think you've done like to kind of like foster, for lack of a better word, like your relationship with your money? I think like as one is... Like care for your needs. Mm. You get like just understanding the difference between your needs, like you know, food, um, your health, as opposed to your wants. Mm. So entertainment, going to restaurants, doing all these other things are basically wants. So just maintaining that balance, so that you, you don't end up sitting back being like, oh my god, I don't have anything. But you're taking care of your needs. I think you'll always be like, ah, that was enough then. Yeah, I think. Now I definitely have a better understanding of money in terms of the access it gives you, which is Mm. kind of fucked up because sometimes you have to get money to be in certain spaces where you can make money. Like it's the access that money can give you. I have I see that a lot more. So I think that has definitely impacted how I view it now. But as you said, one thing about me, I will cheat myself. (laughs) So something that's really helped me just keep it cute like still do what I want to do but yeah. make sure everything I need to do is done is having a budget mm. so just a solid idea of how much money is coming in and then what what the money is going out for revenue expenses yeah. basic um, yeah I think that's that's been the most basic thing that I've done that changes everything yeah and then of course savings Matt. So but that's tricky. Yeah, that's I think always. with savings, there's always that so much pressure. Like save, save, save. You need to save, but it's important to add that you need to be making enough to survive before you're putting that pressure on you to save. Yeah. Because for some people, it's just not realistic. Okay, I'm gonna to say save. surviving, thriving. No, but survive still. You know, it's it can be that deep for people. Yeah. And then you're being told save, 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 but you're like, how can I save, save if I've just have finished? Bob. You know everything. Yeah. But yeah, budgeting, saving, um, I think investments and saving is definitely something we should talk about in a whole other episode. That's a whole other thing, yeah. Having a budget... It's clutch. 
I think um, joy is important. So just small purchases that give you like joy. So maybe like buying a book. A dower. A dower. You get like certain things that you know. Like just teach yourself. I think, and as you're saying, you set aside money in that budget to just to do that thing. Maybe it's like once a month. I mean, yeah, ideally, ideally, yes. Depending. So I think for me, that's another thing I've tried to look at. Just like, how can you bring in joy just to yourself? That 10 bob that you have, how do you maximize on the joy it brings you to spend a bob out of it? I think also being able to focus on your inner self. I feel like financial self-awareness is important. Knowing yourself and then you knowing your financial condition. So you wouldn't be seeing someone on the gram, mm. doing certain things, and then you're feeling away. But you also need to understand you're not in the same position as they are. Being aware of that is key. So I think you're able to know what I'm able to do with my own money. Yeah. So it kind of helps you like ask your questions like, should I change my job then if I want to earn more money? Should I work more or less hours? Um, can I even afford to buy that car? Can I go on that vacation? Just being aware of all these things allows you to start asking yourself these deeper questions. Yeah. Start able to peg yourself against yourself, not what other people yes. have, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think like you're saying, it's just make time for yourself to budget. Um, even if it's every once a week, which I'm trying to get into the, like, the hang of. It's just able to review yourself like a week into the month, the two weeks. Just know where you stand with your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, those are things I've tried to see. Mm-hmm. Like just how to, yeah. How to just get that relationship going. But major, tying into that, that thing for Instagram and social media is just the balance between your self-worth and money. Yeah, for sure. Like social media? Kind of puts that it's pressure. such a big part. Even minor social media, you might just be walking in town, you drive past a car, or you see a car, then you start, whoa, 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 all these things. But the levels are deep. Of everyday seeing a hundred people, let's say you even follow just a hundred people, which mm. you don't, you probably follow like more. a lot more. Yeah. And seeing what people have again access to. Yeah. And then comparing what your day to day looks like, it can be so frustrating. But I think um, I try to be appreciative of what I have. Yeah. And again, what makes that easy for me is the record of my revenue and my expensive expenses. Yeah. Because based on that, in my own books, I've grown. I can see mm. where I was in, let's say, I started budgeting like in December 2018 yeah. till April 2021. Mm-hmm. Like I can Three see years, yeah. how much I've grown in terms of how much I even earn how much I have saved, how much I can spend, like what my disposable income is every month. So even though I have like mammoth goals, there's so many other things I want to do that I haven't, like I'm just scratching the surface now. Keeping track of that process and seeing what's, how I've actually grown, it actually helps me remember what's actually important. (coughs) So yeah, you have those, I still have those moments where I'm just like, damn, I wish I could be on an island right now. Yeah. But it's also like, damn, at least I have this for myself. This that I really wanted a couple yeah. of months ago. True. So I think I try and look at it in terms of, like, I agree with everything you said. It's like untangling that link between money, self esteem, and happiness. Mm. They kind of get crisscrossed. And I think one, you need to look at the relationship between your thoughts and your personal income. 
I think you can look at people who have like confidence, high self-esteem, and they tend to behave in ways that allows them to be successfully, like be able to take advantage of opportunities that make, like help them make more money. The way mm. you carry yourself, you've seen people who earn the big money, the way they carry themselves, I think it starts with your thoughts. If you think like you're worth that a million a month check, you start to move like that, like that, you start to talk like that. It's that thing, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have. Because if you look at the people who have low self-esteem, those negative thinking patterns, they sabotage their own chances of being able to make more money. And I think if you want to do better for yourself, start with your own thoughts. So I think that's when you start your self-worth. Carry yourself so highly that you start attracting these opportunities that will allow you to thrive and just actually make more. I think for me that's been key, is yeah. just understanding my self-worth as a person. It's not about what I'm earning at the end of the month, it's just about my own value how do i carry myself that in turn brings this yeah, yeah that in turn brings all these things so even when you're applying for jobs or being considered for promotion or asking for a raise aside from the books showing you have that confidence to be like you know what i think i deserve this thing another thing which maybe people might agree disagree more money doesn't bring more happiness i'm gonna lie money makes me happy i think i want you to look at um it's what for me it's what you attach is it the so break it down to me when you say money makes you happy I love not having to worry about things I don't like to have to worry about things that are tied to finance but is that happiness or contentment if I have to worry about it I'd be unhappy so I would say it's happiness if I had to worry about things like as long comfort to me is tied to happiness if i'm comfortable with this month i know i don't have to think about every single thing that you know like i can't feeling like i've worked an entire month yeah and then i still have to worry it's it's unhappiness for me it's important to me to have money okay so yeah. that's an answer now i think yeah we differ for me it's just like it's yeah. the because we tend to think if we have more money, you can benefit from like short-term happiness by making purchases on a regular basis. So if I'm able to keep this lifestyle going, then it means um, ideally I should be happy. But I think for me, ha- money just allows me to move things around. I think my happiness, my core happiness, which I haven't attained yet, but I'm striving for is with or without money, I should be able to be happy. Because um, there's a lot that comes with. I think for me it's that. It's just like being able to appreciate what you have as a human being. Um, money just comes into supplement. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, it just... I should be happy at a 9 out of 10. With or without even thinking about money, I should be just happy. I agree. And then money just comes in to give me that nudge to maybe 10. Yeah, I think maybe I should make it clear. It's not that money is the core of my happiness. It's not that money is what makes me happy or unhappy. But having money and knowing that I don't have to worry about things definitely adds to my happiness. It's not something that I can say whether the money is there or not. It doesn't affect my mood or my the state I'm in at all. It definitely is a plus for me. And it's something I like to think about and have and not have to worry about. I think, yeah, it's that thing, is it Maslow's hierarchy of needs? I think once you get to a certain level of maybe just like self-actualization, um, 
because you have experienced all these things from your basic needs all the way up to money and you've amassed what you need to amass for yourself i think it won't be now depending on your hierarchy of needs i think the more you grow i think it's even talk to even older guys people who have millions they end up looking back being like fine i've made the money but there's still something and i think that something is what i want to make sure i'm able to achieve before i get to the money just mm-hmm. that capacity thing balance, yeah. yeah of knowing okay fine this is not what i think for me it's trying to understand then what affects your happiness more than money then mm. how i feel about myself how the people i love are doing and seeing like how my day to day is going yeah. affects my happiness more and how what i'm doing like the changes i can see myself making in my life things like yeah. that make my happy make me more happy or yeah. affect my happiness more okay okay yeah i think for me it's like how i feel about myself my self esteem and mm. my relationship with other people that kind of like determines my happiness but i think more it's being able to be in tune with myself start understanding why am i am today and where do I want to go I think for me my happiness is really dependent on what Clarity. I've put on my plate yeah and figure out can I able, am I able to achieve them and just like staying positive I feel like it's easier said than done but just being able to maintain a positive mindset I mean because there are days I feel like it's happened and it's real time um I might be stressed maybe my check didn't clear um I'm up just stressing sitting I don't even know what to do and then it clears And then it clears in the day I think I was sitting in the office wasn't even thinking about it. me I was fed up I'm just like ah this thing it's already late by a week so I mean it's whatever But I think in the morning I just thought about it I'm just like damn it would be nice if it came today Sitting in the office got an email and a text from my bank and I'm like I think it sometimes puts a smile on your face you can't lie It does put it on like a smile on your face but that's why I try and beat myself up about it because I'm just like I should be happy with or without that text But were you unhappy? I was frustrated. But were you unhappy? <laughs> nah, I feel like if I was unhappy, I wouldn't even have gone to the office that day. You get. You see that's what I'm saying. It adds something. It's not the core. It's not the ati. If if it didn't clear that day, you're hmm. done for. But it's like it cleared, it just makes things a bit easier. In my opinion. I guess. I mean, I think I want to be able to attach a different value to what part it plays in my life. Okay. That's what I'm trying to strive for. It's just what part it plays. I just want to be able to even if my check goes up to whatever amount I'm earning in future, I don't want it to be something that I'm chasing. So fine, I've been to Malibu, okay, fine. Now I want to go to somewhere else just because I'm chasing this kind of happiness because mm. it's something J. Cole says, you make a million, you're like, okay, fine, cool. Then I need to make two million, now I need to make five million because you're surrounding yourself with other people who have more money than you do. And you want to be able to live a certain lifestyle because now you're used to eating whatever it is, going to wherever it is. I want to be able to be so content with me as a person that whatever comes with it doesn't really affect my values, my self-worth. I think for me that's what it is. Yeah. The check not clearing made me feel away about myself. I don't want to be having that feeling in terms of it doesn't clear. It clears. I still feel good about myself as a person. 
So I think okay. just having my self-esteem intact, always that things shouldn't be like shaking, shaking it. Yeah. So I guess at the end of this episode, it's um, being like a wrap-up of everything we've talked about from episode one. Like, what are the overall, like, biggest life lessons you've drawn for, like, the episodes that we've gone through? Okay, should we go, like, for each episode, or do we start with the... I think for me, overlapping is just, like, boundaries. It's <laughs> facts. For the entire season, it's just boundaries, but I guess, yeah, you can just, like, go... Just each episode, maybe just what you felt like you took away from each. Okay, episode one with self. I go first. Yeah. Episode one with self, I think the biggest thing was just the power of self-love and the fact that you can, you have so much power if you love yourself. You have so much more power if you love yourself. And it's important to, as you take time to reflect on everything, being able to forgive yourself for what you didn't know and having self-compassion in your journey towards self-development, whatever it may be, major. I think it just it was being more comfortable, just being my authentic self. Being able to cultivate like a relationship with myself allows me to love myself a bit more, respect myself, honor myself, be more gentle with myself. I think it just taught me that end of the day, only you can take care of you the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Episode two with parents. The biggest thing for me was that your parents are people too. I mean, try be patient, except, of course, where issues of abuse and such things come up. Mm. And the other thing was that it's, like, really interesting to get to know your parents and see things about them or things that they, in their life story, that you've sort of sub- unconsciously, subconsciously and taken up into your own character. Um, so I think if you can be intentional about getting to know them and spending time with them, then you should. I think it was more of... <clears throat> being able to understand that, yeah, end of the day, they are human beings just like you. They're also winging it. They didn't come, there's no manual they were given when they came into this place. Sometimes their intentions might be misplaced or misguided, <clears throat> but deep down, they always have your best interests at heart. Deep down, however way they express it. I don't want to speak on maybe like um, abusive parents, but just I think parents in general, um, they just want to be looking out for you. I think for me, that's one thing I learned. Um, and also just being able to take more time to understand my dad as himself. Not who I'd like him to be. Mm. Just being able to take him as who he is. Yeah. Episode three with siblings. Not applicable, I mean. For me, I can just say, like, friends are the siblings we choose. That's all, I mean. I don't really have anything to say about siblings because it's just me. I think... Mine is allowing my siblings to be who they are, make their own choices, and let that, like, be. Um, Also understand that we don't have, just because we come from the same household, we don't have to look at the world the same, experience it the same way. Mm. And these are, like, your first, like, friends. If you, in the sense of, this is a place you go back to the same house, you share more or less, like, the same life. So just being more appreciative of that and trying to foster a more like adult relationship even as I grow older and even as their lives change. Mm. Just wanting to be a part of each other's stories, you know? Yeah. I think for me that's one thing I took out from that. With friends? Mm, boundaries. And boundaries. Yeah. 
Um, I think for me, it's, it is boundaries, actually, because it's the thing where your intention of trying to help someone can be taken as like jealousy or you not wanting good for someone, good things for them. Yeah. So I think it's the boundary of we're all adults. And as much as someone can complain all day about um, a person or situation that they're not happy with, when they're actually over it for real, they'll do something about it. Mm. So just try and not get so caught up trying to save your friends or trying to save people. Like, it's a healthy boundary between like advising someone or mm. if they ask, and just also just letting them figure it out. I think you're just understanding. <clears throat> everybody's on this, on their own path. You'll get your destination when you get to that destination. Um, that's yeah, just letting people live their own lives. I feel like with partners, which was episode five, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think be the type of love you want. That for mm. me was the biggest thing. It's just. Be what you want to get. I would say take your time getting to know someone yeah. before committing to something and before worrying too much about whether they like you or if how they see you. Like, try to see if you actually like them, if you're actually interested, what you actually want. Yeah. I think that's important. Um, with society, episode six. Humali- humility. Humility is not lack of courage. You can be a nice person. Mm. It doesn't take anything away from you. Yeah. I think just be the change you want to see in the world. If you want people to be treated, just be that change, I think, for me. Okay, cool. Finally, episode seven with a higher power. I think for me, spirituality is a personal experience. We can sit here and debate all day. Literally, it's all a personal experience. See. And that wraps up the bonus episode for season two. Thank you guys so much for joining us for season two. We hope you enjoyed the relationship series. Once again, my name is Adnan Jerry. My name is Eugenia Shaka. We leave our links in the show notes in case you want to connect with us. And we'll see you guys next season.